0: Hello and welcome to Playback at Bracket. This podcast discusses life through the lens of personal growth, business lessons and music. My hope is the information you hear will give you a raise. My name is Will Price. Thinking about play. It's all play, they say. It's all play. You live, then you die. And in between we Play. And that's one of the great things about plumbing, is we get to play. And if it's getting too hard, you've got to audit to find out the reason. And we have relationships that serve our plumber game. And there comes a point when even they, if they're not audited, will eventually no longer involve play. They'll just be too hard. Late payers, tricky payers, excuses. On the next job, that depends what your relationships are. One of the great things about maintenance, you can get paid COD on the day. But say you have building relationships, long term ones that go on for years. How do you know that you go to the next job? They're doing that to everyone, so they ultimately, in a sense, operating the business on a skeleton budget. And if something goes wrong, you haven't been getting paid up to date, so you're going to suffer. Actually, I did notice that a lot of plumbers who don't have this problem move into the building game and they control the building contracts. So they're builder plumbers. They do extremely well. So what they're doing is not so much about being a builder, it's just to understand who controls the money, who's making the decisions, they have direct access to that, who's paying. And they have systems in place. They tell them if things go a certain way, it'll set off a red flag, they can investigate it, and from there, make sure uh, that productivity is there, payments are there, profits there. Because It's all well and good to have great skills and awesome service if you haven't maintained systems and skills and control around the money, your surplus, well then plumbing play turns to plumbing hell. And you know, I've had customers that when we did audits on Our systems, we found out they were half of our energy and only 15% of our income. And so it's actually, if you just follow the numbers and not the emotions, you can then make decisions easily. Great people like them, uh, but the relationship has served its purpose. Don't take calls anymore or tell them you're moving in a different direction. Their problems are not your problems. Regardless of what lane you're actually operating in, even as an employee, you can still look after yourself. And it's actually a common trait in successful plumbers as they look after themselves first. They feed their plumber game so it can give them the surplus. They can have their dream life. But then I notice some go too far. They don't back the healthy relationships in their plumber game. So they're sort of sabotaging themselves. So it is a fine line. And just make sure you're having fun, you're being playful, you're building that trust don't expect much. Things can go wrong because you're dealing with humans. But once you see something that's not stacking up, you've got to deal with it straight away. Don't hide your head in the sand. It's actually interesting. I've worked in other sales positions through my time because I've always done something on the side, hobby, second job, whatever. It was just really to get an apprenticeship about life. Well, that was my theory. And here I am talking to you. So hopefully some of the things I've learned and earned can be passed on to you so that uh, you can improve your plumber game. But one of the things I used to say is in sales, say that you're selling a home, you don't want to just speak to one partner because say you speak to each partner separately, when it comes to the crunch, their motives may be different. So the reason you speak to both of them is see if you can find a common motive, a common goal that you both at least agree on so you can move forward with either the sale or the buy depending on what you're doing. So be mindful that if you want to be playful, you've still got to just get cut to the chase. Find out who's making decisions, who's controlling the outcome, deal with them directly. We can, at times, there was a trick that I I'd noticed with someone I was doing a contract for a few years ago, and everyone on the job was going broke, but he was getting paid. And one of the differences I discussed with him is what I'd learned, and what he was actually even better at, was, Some jobs will employ people to get in the way of the paperwork. So this job did not require any more layers of management, but as the contract suffered, they installed two sort of um, try-hard engineers, you know, out of college, no idea. And what they were trying to do, and they succeeded with some businesses, was get them to daily communicate via word. But under contract law for these area and industry was everything has to be in writing and so the ones who would fall for it and just do meetings all the time were not getting paid. The ones who would email, yes yes, we're going to have a meeting, uh, the minutes to the meeting, every time, just every time they want to have a meeting and then you'd start hearing them look stop emailing it's giving us too much paperwork and the smart ones would go yeah yeah okay but just keep doing it and what happened is the ones who just maintained the paper trail who maintained records, were able to keep the contracts, keep getting paid, keep the whole work environment playful. And that meant, you know, we're here to compete, we're here to do the job, we're here to get paid. And the ones who uh, fall for those tricks and talk a lot and, oh, well, you know, it's all good. I was talking to the engineer today or I was talking to the people who pay the bills. So what we're trying to do is just remove uh, the emotions and just count on the numbers and count on the paperwork because when push comes to shove, if you've got a financial a relationship, you've got a paperwork trail, all of these details lead to you getting paid first if something goes wrong with the contract. To go as far as to say that if you can't locate uh, a direct trail to who's paying you, who's the decision-maker, then just don't do it. Go and go for a surf go and live your life, go and do something Like there's a lot of plumbers out there who'd rather just be busy, they've got to be busy but they're going broke so don't do it if you can't see where the money trail is if it can't really just be straightforward if it's smoke and mirrors, it's not play anymore it's not fun, uh, it's stressful and I tell you you won't forget the night when a major contract calls to say he's not going to pay but it will be less emotional for you if you've maintain the principles, so it's just a part of the game. Okay, well, he can't pay at the moment, so you can just implement your systems. And one of those first things is you can go to bed that night sleeping because you know you've got a paperwork trial, you've got a financial system in place. And a lot of the times, too, your suppliers will have even stronger ones, so one part of your job is to educate the people. If they haven't paid, well, guess what? The supplier can come and remove those assets. And if you've got that relationship in check, and that'll put you at the top of the queue. So make sure you're really enjoying yourself as a plumber. If you're not, you shouldn't do it. I do know people who despise the plumbing, but it gives them money for their property portfolios and things like that. They're happy to realise that it's just a part of their vision. But the, those who really win are really playing a game and they thoroughly enjoy uh, the opportunities that they get from being a plumber. Up into one will price. And thanks for listening. I'm Will Price. Rectangle. Girl. Thank you. Triangles. Back out, guys.